0: Welcome back to Return to Oz Minute, where we're analyzing the 1985 classic starring Bruiser Bulk. She doesn't really go by that, at least as far as we know. I'm Tierney Steele,
1: and I'm Mike Carlucci, and we're joined once again by someone with plenty of time for heroics, Andrew (laughs) Hawthorne.
2: Oh, I really do, though. You know, I've got so much time for heroics.
0: (laughs) Your podcast is alive, then.
2: Uh, that's true. My my podcast is, it's a C-3PO quote, no time for heroics, but uh, we, we talk mostly about heroics and whether or not things are heroic, so I guess we do. It's all superheroes all the time over there.
0: <laughs> I mean, what a good time. And I know here in Minute 81, we've got some talk of, not heroics, we've got sort of a Bond villain vibe going on. Uh, this is the Minute 81, which starts with the... A rock face whispering something to the Gnome King. And it ends with Dorothy entering his palace. Um, so, yeah, I had mentioned Clash of the Titans yesterday. I obviously mean the original. I do not mean the remake. <laughs> I, yeah, I that's, mean that's the claymation amazingness that was. And, I mean, the Gnome King looks like he would fit into that movie so easily. And this effect is great
2: too. To to this blend of live action actor with uh, stop motion effect, uh, really works mm-hmm. in this scene.
0: Yeah, it it's so good. And then I do like because I'm looking at the gnome king talking to one of the rock faces. I think is really interesting because we had seen we had seen both, but we hadn't seen an interaction of them. If that makes sense. And yeah. it's kind of emphasizing how much the gnome king has changed as we've gotten to know him. In these past uh, few minutes, compared to when it was just you know a face in the side of the mountain. Yeah, the Nome th- King looks
2: like Santa Claus at this point, um, which <laughs> is distracting, but also is interesting because um, yeah, in in the books, Dorothy, when he appears initially, Dorothy describes him outright as looking like Santa. She she actually uses that as a as a phrase, um, which huh. maybe. Intentional on his part to lull them into a false sense of security.
0: Ooh, I like that.
2: But um, w- another interesting thing is there's a precursor to the Gnome King, N-O-M-E, in an earlier uh, bomb book called The Life and Times of Santa Claus, which are, is kind of this, this Oz-style action story about Santa Claus, uh, <laughs> which is weird. But there's a Gnome King in that as well, G-N-O-M-E, um, who is is very similarly um laid out to this particular gnome king because he's he's uh, up against Santa who's of course giving presents and things as as somebody who doesn't believe in giving he believes only in even exchange uh, and and wants like kind of this capitalist ideal and that's kind of how the gnome king plays out in the rest of the books too and at least one bomb scholar has has suggested that they're they're kind of that maybe the GNOME king is a is a father or grandfather to this guy oh That would be
1: wonderful.
0: I thought you were about to go back into, like, economic analysis of of, uh, L. Frank Baum's books, which would have been equally delightful since we've already had the uh, wealth redistribution argument on this podcast. But, yeah, yeah, I like the idea that he looks like Santa on purpose, you know, like he chose that.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, he's very and he's acting very paternal and but only in the in the worst possible way.
0: We had said when he's first talking to Dorothy, even out on the mountainside, when they have their first like logic debate, how he was kind of like, you know, we were saying, oh, it's pathetic a, a grown- up toying with a kid just because he's smarter than her. Of course, he's smarter than her. she's so much he is so much more experienced. And then saying, like, you do kind of do that with little kids though, when you're a parent, like you know what they're gonna say. So the fact that he's back on this paternalistic, but, as you pointed out, in only the worst ways. (laughs) Yeah, you really want to punch him. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to... So I wasn't thinking of punching, but I was screaming because even as a little kid, I remember, like, screaming at my TV because she made a whole big deal out of winding TikTok up but forgot to wind his action.
2: What a jerk. Ugh. Um, It's
0: just... You know this is a problem.
2: (laughs) And you know, uh, spoilers, but uh, this is absolutely a stratagem on on TikTok's part in order to <gasps> game so the no- the Gnome King, and mm-hmm. and this is awesome because I I wish he'd been like this the whole movie. TikTok is really smart and and is played that way throughout, uh, or at least when his think works are wound up, he is. Yeah. But yeah. Um. And and this is so great that you, for when we're introduced to him initially, he's. He's incredibly forceful and he takes out all the wheelers very quickly and, and you see, oh, he is the Army of Oz just on his own. But for the rest of the movie, he's kind of a joke and, uh, and, and is, is just like, he's about to do something and, oh, his gears run, run down again. But here you see he's, he's back in fighting form and he's, he's able to, like, he, he has strategic knowledge enough that he's able to defeat the Gnome King without even throwing a punch in this particular way you know it's a great it, I, I wish he'd been like this the whole movie
0: oh yeah so the the report from the rock face was that tiktok has stopped moving and dorothy realizes she forgot to wind his action so that must be what happened and and that's when the Nome king goes into bond villain style where he's, I, or at least i think in his mind that's what's happening because he's just like, oh, why don't you go in and wind him, and then stay? And it's just, I don't know. There's something about the way he does it, and then, like gestures, and the door opens, and I don't know. Yeah,
1: the the, the way he moves his hand in the pipe, mm-hmm. and the expression on his face is is so he's just toying with her, and she has no she has no choice.
2: Yeah, yeah. She knows she's being toyed with, but she's got to go along with it anyway. Yeah,
0: I think. And I, think, I i did notice um we get to see yet another tunnel there's so many tunnels in this movie um this one it, it does look different so i like this idea that tunnels look different depending on who built them because yeah. we see this is much oh god sorry i was going through frame by frame and it was just kept like zooming in on the gnome king's face it's very distressing <laughs> um but she enters and we see down it it still has these archways like it and it Still very much is, you know, built. This is a whole tunnel. You can even see, like, flagstones in the floor. But the walls aren't the brick that Mombi's tunnel had. Um, the lighting is coming from gems. It's really cool. I love it. The emeralds that are glowing.
2: <laughs> yeah, you've got that crazy tile on the floor. Yeah, this doesn't look like anything we've seen before.
0: Yeah, and I like that. And it, it, it's definitely still... But, you know, it's not like this is just a hole through the rock. Like, some architectural finesse went into this tunnel but it isn't man-made the way no. the other ones were and i love that that little difference that design again again i've shouted out the like set design all the artistic design in this movie is so good
1: yeah it, it's kind of like uh, like at the start of the hobbit bilbo describes you know, that the hobbit hole isn't just isn't you know, it, it's not just a mound of dirt that's been turned into a, a a home. Like it's a hobbit hole, and it's you know it's its own type of structure digging through dirt. Like this tunnel is, yeah, sure, it looks like it's a constructed tunnel made by you know by by tunneling experts, but it looks nothing like like the other one. You know, it except that you can tell it's there on purpose.
0: Yeah,
1: it's everything about it is is different
0: walls or the natural stone i'm not getting over these emerald lights i freaking love that um what's the on the left before she hits the emerald area is that supposed to be quartz that's glowing the like pink clear maybe it's pink tourmaline you know we've said before we probably should have found a geologist who would come and talk to us about this movie and this is another thing go with that. You could have been like, uh, so doctor, uh, how many rocks do talk
2: to you when you, uh, when you're having a
0: conversation? <laughs> there? Well, no, we, or we were saying, cause he's like, oh, the gnomes made all these for me. And we're like, no, they didn't. That's not how, that's not how that's made. I remember, you know, basic science. Uh,
2: well,
1: on earth.
0: Oh, God, this again.
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe the gnomes are making all of this with science.
1: Yeah, they're they're carefully using uh, gases and weights and uh, you know thermal no pressure the to to yeah. create. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: Just wait till the gnomish flying machines.
0: Like I've already seen some poorly built flying uh, vehicles in eyes, and I loved them. So it's okay. <laughs> it is a cool. Sorry, I'm just like staring at this tunnel. Um, I find it weird how few notes I have for this minute, given that. It was so huge to me as a kid, like, oh my god, TikTok has stopped guessing. Oh my god, she's gotta go in there. Oh my god, she's going. But It's a
2: game-changing moment, yeah.
0: Yeah, but there really isn't, like, other than just recounting that, it's like, yeah, the Gnome King still looks great, still getting my thumbs up.
2: But, well, you know, what's going you know. on here with these minutes, th- there's a lot of silence in these minutes because there's a lot of tension that's happening because we're waiting for people mm. off screen to do things. And and it's mostly just Dorothy and the Gnome King kind of appraising each other. So, mm. you know, that doesn't make for great podcasting, but it, it makes for a great cinema when you're watching the minute and they're, they're just ramping up this, like, who is going to make the first move here?
0: Yeah, I always loved that we don't really have a good sense of how time is passing as people are making their guesses because we get those rumbles you know you have the they each have three guesses so you get the two rumbles and then the crash for the third one um and i always liked the way that that kept building up over and over again Yeah, like it's very ominous when that happens um and so asks- interestingly oh, no go ahead
1: interestingly uh after all the all the praise we've given the design of the tunnel, and uh, you know the lights, and like this exquisite journey Dorothy gets to go to go on. Uh, in the script, what she sees beyond the door in the darkness, a flight of steps leading down, down. These steps do go downwards, perhaps, maybe they're straight, barely
2: though. <laughs> Just but a I little bit. Say they go down, down. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It's a very technical term we're using. Yeah. <laughs> no. But it's, it's
1: definitely more artful. And I think it's a lot better than if she just took a stairway like into the depths. Yeah. Y-
2: yeah, because this is you know mysterious. Then? As soon as this tunnel opens and Dorothy goes in and he's like, oh, why don't you go in? And she walks in. She sees these steps and just turns around and goes, wait a second. How did TikTok get down these steps? Those are his <laughs> mortal enemy.
0: just does them very slowly
2: (laughs) very carefully yeah i don't know oh
0: oh my god it would have been great
2: if tiktok walked off camera and then all you hear is a bunch of clattering pans (laughs) as he falls down down the stairs
0: oh no (laughs) i want tiktok to do a series of psas about stair safety
2: about accessibility being
0: careful yes
2: Differently abled people manage stairs in different ways. <laughs>
1: that was pretty
2: perfect. Oh, I love it. It's I just him it. and R2-D2, and, <laughs> and they're like,
0: listen. <laughs> hey, Pons Mar, uh, who's the head wheeler, can be over there too. Blah! Uh, they're, Think they're about adding a rope sometimes. You don't see him on stairs very often. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're always very carefully balanced. When you see them with like a limb on a step, <laughs> oh my gosh!
1: Yeah. Ponsmar, TikTok, and R two D two, and that would be, the, that would be a heck of a, a, a PSA.
2: Yep. Why yeah, not thanks. put a ramp on your building?
1: <laughs> Don't be a terrible person. Uh. <laughs> Uh, a PSA that's uh, Niche enough to appeal to about Eight people
2: <laughs> Yep. And then uh, BB-8 rolls in And just rolls down the stairs Like he does in Force Awakens And they're just glaring at him
0: <laughs> Well I had um, uh, Oh whatever I don't remember anyone's name that did it I worked at a law school And our library had The button you could push so the doors would open With the uh, wheelchair symbol on it And it was broken for a while. We were redoing the building in less than a year. So we were like, well, we're just going to wait and, like, it'll all get redone in, like, one huge sweep." And the new building is gorgeous. I visited. It's fantastic and wonderful. Um, We had people on crutches. Never said a word. The only people who ever complained that that button was broken were perfectly able-bodied college students. Who then would go, well, you know, we were just studying this and, you know, the lawsuits and blah, 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 blah. And I took contracts and torts and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, oh, for sake, like you're fine. You don't need that button. Stop hitting it. It's not going to magically work now because you hit it five times in a row. And then I'd be like, oh, actually, that's out of service right now. And then they would re- like read me the ADA act. And I'm like, no, I know. You, on the other hand, have no reason to be complaining about this. And I'm sorry, I am now just ranting, but it really annoyed me that people who actually would have had reason to be like, hey, it'd be really nice if this worked, totally understood our reasoning. <laughs> and so I, I'm i like, you know what? Maybe maybe we need TikTok telling people that everything needs to be compliant. And then I could just point to it and be like, hey, um, I know this is going to be a lot of money and totally ridiculous since we'll undo it in a few months but we need to fix the button
2: yeah you're like uh, hey we need this building to be accessible and they're like oh yeah you and Watt army and tiktok walks out (gasps)
0: yes (laughs) oh my god that'd be perfect
1: i've always wished that return to oz were much much more popular than it is so there yes. could be things like a great meme would be you and what army and you know then shot of tiktok or people randomly just point going up to things and saying oz and having yes. that show up on youtube like ozing could definitely be a thing that people did <gasps> yes.
2: i mean that that's my life i i, I don't do other people not do that
0: <laughs> i we didn't have a name for it though Ozing! (laughs) It's gonna be sweeping the sweeping the world soon. Maybe, maybe not. Yeah, I I do love that. When Vine was
1: still around, I was I was thinking of of trying to get that going as a trend. Like, I'd have to get someone who's actually famous to do that. Or if I just did it, would someone eventually find it? And but yeah,
0: like we have a podcast, we have a platform now.
2: You're famous. Um, Yes.
0: Yeah. No, I really like, um, I know there are gift gifs, if you say both, no one can be mad at you, Um, of TikTok. I wonder if there's just one of him, like, walking towards the camera, because that would be the perfect one for any you and what army, and just that (laughs) response. (laughs) I would love that. I don't know how often you and what army comes up, but I want that to become the go-to answer.
2: Yeah, like, me, though. this particular one right here.
0: Yeah. Me and TikTok, who, as long as he's bound, is awesome. (laughs) Go ahead.
1: His salute slash slight, like, lift one (sighs) leg, lift the other leg on the mountain. Oh.
0: TikTok salute. Well, he doffs his cap when he first meets, uh, Dorothy. That's more simple respect, though. He's commanding respect when he salutes. (laughs) Um, I do really want to say again... Um, I do want to say again, when you read, at least in the graphic novel of Ozma of Oz that I keep referencing, I, I'm sure it's in the books, I'm just not sure how it reads on the page, the jokes about the actual Army of Oz, which is not just TikTok, are really good. If you have, like, ever seen, God, any war movie ever, they're hysterical, because it's the, like... Everyone is an officer, and there's only, like, one guy that they're commanding around, and they, they're they just so hapless. It is really funny. I would not trade the TikTok we have for that, obviously. This is one of the best characters. And, Andrew, you said he was, like, your gateway to this whole Oz world, kind of, that you followed through with oh, him. Oh, man. And yeah. he's this but-
2: this TikTok is really close to the original drawing, too. Like Like, it's just a really masterful effect in, in the age where physical effects were at their best, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was, I, the, the original jokes are good. They're just very different than what we get here. Uh, yeah. Anyone else got anything? I got all my notes out. No, yeah, that's, that's it. That, that, yeah. It was always going to be a shorter minute. Because as you said, it's, it's a bridge minute. <laughs> going from one thing to the other. Um, But there is definitely more to discuss tomorrow. If everyone will reconvene, we will talk then. Let's do it. And finish the week. All right. You want to lead us off this time, Mike? Weog? Teog? Peog!
1: Peog!
0: Peog?